Do you know who your ideal customers are? We're going to talk about that next. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. What's going on, Lawn Care Pros? Do you know who your ideal customers are? We're going to discuss why it's so important to know exactly who your ideal customers are. So one of the most common questions that I get asked is, how do I get more customers? So before we even tackle that question, I like to sit down with my clients and talk to them about finding out what your ideal customers are. Because, you know, if you're looking to acquire more customers and you don't know who your ideal customers are, you're going to spend money unwisely, right? We want to spend our dollars very wisely and find the right customers that suits our business model. So if you already identified what your business model is, and we've talked about that in previous podcasts, figuring out what your niche is, you know, narrowing it down to if you're going to be a mowing company, are you going to do residential? Are you going to do commercial? Are you going to do both? Are you going to just take on residential and maybe just do weekly mowings? Are you going to do bi-weekly mowings? And again, the importance of all this is if you know what your business model is, you can really hone in on what the customer avatar looks like. So if you're doing weekly mowing and it's residential only, you don't want to really advertise to commercial businesses, right? Because that way you're wasting your money. Now, if you're doing, you know, weekly and bi-weekly mowing, then you can, you know, target people that need that service. If you're doing just weekly mowing, you obviously don't want customers that want bi-weekly mowing. So again, it's identifying first what your business model is and then really honing in on what that customer avatar looks like. And we can look at that and there's a lot of data that, you know, suggests, you know, where we need to target our business towards, right? So now what we want to do is really try to figure out who our ideal customer avatar is. Who are the people that we will serve best, right? And those are the ideal customers that we're looking for. So we want to really hone in on that. And again, we talked about, you know, looking at your business model and figuring out what that business model is first, right? So in this case, starting off our ideal customer, some of the characteristics are going to be what matches what our business model is. And in this case, it's going to be residential lawns, smaller lots, not two acres, because again, we're running 21 inch mowers. It's going to be, you know, people that are within a five mile radius and now we can kind of expand on that avatar, right? Is it people that, you know, live in apartments? Well, no, because we're looking for residential lawns, right? Is it people that have a certain amount of disposable income? Maybe that's the case, right? Or is it going to be elderly people? Is it going to be a certain age group? Is it going to be, you know, are we targeting an 18-year-old kid? Well, probably not because, you know, that person might probably doesn't have a house, right? So we're looking for certain characteristics. So how do we go about doing that? So one of the best ways is to look at your current customers, right? So you can make a list, right? Or, you know, uh, do two columns and this is my ideal customers. This is my non so ideal customers, right? Or these are the customers I want to stay away from. So this is a list of your current customers. So Mrs. Jones, you know, she might go into this column because she meets a lot of the things or all of the things that we're looking for in an ideal customer. You know, she's got disposable income. She pays with credit cards. She's a timely customer. 
Um, she lives in a house, small lot, uh, where you know we can service that based on our business model. And she's within a five mile radius. So those are some of the characteristics. Now we wanna expand on that. Find out a little bit more about Mrs. Jones and you might already have some of that information. Do that, does Mrs. Jones, you know, is she married with kids? And what are some of the other characters? Does she have a dog? And the more you put down as far as what this customer avatar is, you're gonna start seeing a trend, a pattern, right? So you're gonna to continue to identify some of the characteristics of your existing customers that you feel that are ideal customers, right? And then you're gonna have the other list where they're not your ideal customers. And you're gonna see you know, the difference between those two characteristics. So once you've identified some of the core characteristics of your ideal customers and you've really expanded on that, then you could really try to figure out where you're gonna to market to those people or how you're gonna to market to people more like those that you're servicing right now that are your current ideal customers, right? So even if you're meeting with, you know, somebody that's selling Valpac or Money Mailer, you know, the, the envelopes that, you know, they do mass mailings, they're gonna have data to share with you as well, right? They're gonna tell you that here's our customers or here's the customers that we're targeting. And they're gonna have a list for you of like, you know, these are homes that are within this price range or these are incomes within this range, right? Mrs. Jones that lives in this property that we're targeting has an income between this and that. And you're gonna really try to match that up and see if that's your ideal customer. So if you're doing, let's say a money mailer or a Valpac or, you know, you're doing some EDDM yourself, you know, and you've identified the ideal customer for yourself is somebody that has an income between this and that, right? And they live in a home that's at this price range, right? You're not gonna go target an area that doesn't meet those criteria, right? You wanna look at ideal areas that are gonna match with your ideal avatar that you're looking to acquire, right? And that way you're spending your money wisely. Because if you're just doing a shotgun effect or you're advertising to areas that don't really have the customers that you're looking for, then you're really wasting your money. So that's why it's so important to figure out who your customer avatar is and then match that up with the advertisers, right? The people that are trying to sell you advertisement. That's Google, Nextdoor, Facebook, you know, if you're doing Money Miller or Valpac or you're doing EDDM yourself and you're using, you know, the EDDM tool that shows you, hey, these are the people in this area that have household income of X, right? That's what I'm targeting to. I'm not targeting to the, you know, the other uh, candidates that are in that geographical area that are making less than what I'm trying to, you know, go after. So now that we've created this list of, you know, ideal customers on one column, not so ideal customers on the other column, we can also look at this column here, the one that uh, has identified the not so ideal customers. And let's just say Mrs. Smith over here in the not so ideal customer column, she wants bi-weekly mowing. And then we've noticed that, you know, that other customers on that list kind of fall into you know, the same kind of geographical area or they have some other characteristics that are very similar to Mrs. Smith, right? So other customers in that list kind of identify with Mrs. Smith, right? 
and they're not our ideal candidates. And maybe as we're looking at this trend, we find out, oh, okay, it's this area of town, right? Or whatever that trend is, right? You're going to identify it as you get more data. Now, in this case, let's say we've identified that, okay, this neighborhood or this street or, you know, this subdivision or whatever it is, they all have kind of the same needs. And those needs might be bi-weekly or it might be that they're not spending as much money as, you know, the other column, our good column, our ideal customer avatar column. So now we can identify and say, okay, well, now that I can see this trend because I'm looking at the overall picture, that's not the area that I want to continue to market to. So I've identified that I want to get away from, you know, the bi-weeklies and I want to do weekly or whatever that might be, right? And so I don't want to continue to bring on customers that are going to be in that area that are going to be bi-weekly. And again, just looking at the overall trend, looking at the overall picture really helps me identify where my ideal customers are. So, you know, when you do a mailing, you don't want to keep hitting that same area that's giving you not ideal customers. I want to spend that money on areas where I'm going to get my best customers, my ideal customer avatar. So none of us have an unlimited amount of budget when it comes to marketing. But even if you did, you still would want to use it wisely, right? So now if you have identified that this area that you're targeting in the past is not the ideal area, but you have other areas that you want to target that are more ideal for your customer avatar, your ideal customer avatar, then you're going to really, you know, take that money from here and move it over to the areas that are going to benefit you the best. Now, that means maybe, you know, instead of, you know, doing a shotgun effect where you're targeting everywhere, you might target this area, the good area, you might be able to target that area twice, right? If I'm not spending money over here on the bad things, I can take my money and spend it on the good things, right? And get more customers that way. So again, really try to figure out who your customer avatar is, your ideal customer avatar, and really fit the advertisement towards that customer, right? So when you meet with one of these marketing reps, they're going to give you the information as far as who they're targeting to, you know, the demographics. And you're going to have to decide whether or not that's your ideal customer avatar. And if it doesn't meet, you know, what I'm looking for, then I want to kind of avoid that marketing avenue. I want to spend my money in a different avenue where it's going to target specifically the areas that I want, the specific customers that I'm looking for. Now, if you've decided that you're going to go after commercial accounts, that's going to have different characteristics, obviously, right? So you want to look at some of the characteristics when it comes to commercial accounts. Is it local? Are they regional? Are they national? And obviously, it's going to have to fit within your business model. And one of the most important things there is making sure that you got the right equipment for the right job. Another thing you want to look at when it comes to commercial is how they pay, right? Your accounts receivable is going to look at that and say, you know, this account is going to pay 60 days out. This account is going to be 30 days out. So those are some of the characteristics that you're looking for. Again, that's going to meet what your business model is, right? So if you've got a commercial account that you're going after and they pay 90 days out, right? 
and that doesn't meet your business model, maybe you're doing commercial, but you can only give credit 15 days. You can only give credit for 30 days. You can't afford to do 60 days or 90 days, then obviously that particular commercial account doesn't meet your ideal customer avatar. In this case, our ideal commercial avatar. So again, you wanna really look at some of these things and make sure that they fall within what the ideal customer avatar is for you, whether it's residential, commercial, and that way you can really figure out how you're gonna target to them, right? So if I know that Walmart's gonna pay me every 90 days or every 60 days, then I'm not gonna really go after that account, right? I'm gonna spend my efforts towards getting a different type of account. Maybe I'm gonna go after like a Chick-fil-A or an In-N-Out Burger. Maybe I'm going after that national account, right? The In-N-Out Burger or the Chick-fil-A, and I've already got subcontractors that are set up to handle some of those areas. So whenever I was first starting out, you know, I didn't think it was important or I didn't know any better when it came to really identifying who my ideal customer avatar was. I thought to myself, okay, so this person has a lawn and, you know, it's overgrown, then that's my customer, right? That's who I'm going to target. And that was far from the truth, right? I found out that that customer didn't really care about his lawn, right? Maybe I drove by there one week and it's overgrown, it's knee high. And I drove by there the following week, it's knee high again. So I thought to myself, oh, they must need my services. But that was far from the truth. It told me as I gained experience through the years, that's the customer that doesn't care about their lawn. Now the customer down the street that has a manicured lawn, it looks perfect, that's really my customer that I'm looking for, right? That's my ideal customer avatar. That's one of the characteristics. Now, if they're doing their lawn themselves, then maybe that's not my ideal customer, but you know, the fact that they're having it manicured, that gives me one characteristic. The second characteristic might be they need services, right? They don't have their own mower and they have somebody already doing it. And the third one might be, you know, the pricing, whatever it is, whatever those criterias are that we've developed to identify our ideal customer avatar, we want to keep focusing in on that, right? Again, going back to my story, you know, I used to, you know, put flyers out or my guys used to put flyers out and they would always, we would always think to ourselves, oh yeah, we need to, you know, really go after that customer that's knee high, right? The more I experienced those type of customers, the more I found out they're really not my ideal type of customers, my ideal avatar. Because I found out in the majority of those people didn't care about their lawn. They either slow paid or they didn't have the money, whatever the circumstance was, they really didn't need my services. They needed somebody's services, but it wasn't mine because I didn't want to deal with the hassle of trying to collect or, you know, going to them and saying, hey, you know, I mowed you last week, let's get you on a weekly program. Oh, no, no, you know, hey, come back in a month. I'm sure you guys have experienced that, you know, oh, come back in a month. And then when you come back, cut it really, really short so I don't have to see you for another month, right? That's not, in my case, my ideal customer avatar. My ideal customer avatar turned out to be somebody that wants their lawn to look beautiful. They're willing to spend the money to get that beautiful look. They value my services, right? They don't think of me, oh, this is just another guy that's gonna mow, I can get a teenager to do it. No, they value my business, they value what I do, 
and they're willing to pay for it. So that was my customer avatar. So those were several of the characteristics that really coincided with what my ideal customer avatar was. And that's when I began to really target those type of customers. Instead of putting flyers on the customer's lawns that were overgrown, I actually avoided those. You know, I didn't spend my money and time and effort going after those type of customers. I went after the customers that really needed my services. So I encourage you to do the same thing, find out who your ideal customer avatars are and really hone in and target those type of customers and you're gonna get a big bang for your buck when it comes to your marketing dollars. So going back to making a list, you know, we talked about making a list of ideal customers and not so ideal customers. This is how we're gonna find those trends. When you make this list, that's when the picture becomes more clear. So I encourage you to do this exercise and not just do it in your head. I want you to really sit down, make a list of you know, ideal customers and not so ideal customers, and then see how that fits into your business model and make sure you're spending your advertisement dollars wisely. In closing, we all want new customers, but realize that not all customers are created equally. So that's why we wanna spend our money wisely, and the way we're gonna do that is, we're gonna identify who our ideal customer avatar is, that way, Every dollar that we spend, we're going after the right customer. I hope this information was helpful. We'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit LawnCareFrank.com for more helpful tips and information.